Dude, hey man, we chilling out here. Happy belated Father's Day. You know, thank you. Thank you. Did you do anything exciting for Father's Day? Um, exciting. I relaxed. I chill. So I got some uh, golf clubs. Oh. Yeah, man. You know, I don't. So uh, I started golfing out here. They actually give free training to vets. Um, I didn't even know about it. And so I had started going on Saturdays. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I'm getting into it. And, uh, you know, I always said it would be cool to get my own clubs after I start learning. So uh-huh. it is Father's Day. Got my own little clubs. Got my my little, my little shirt to go with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got my clip, my clip for my cigars. And, yeah, hey, man, I got my whole starter kit. Yeah, man. And I had my crabs, you know what I'm saying? Hey, my crabs. Yeah, man. It was a feast. I was taken care of, well taken care of. That's what I'm talking. That's what's up. That's what's up. Good. Because I'm tired of hearing all the bitter baby mamas on social media. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, that's, yeah. Ah, You'd be like, yo, and then even still, it's like, oh, you can't tell somebody how to feel. Look, I'm talking about for the day. The post is about the day. It's about fathers. It's about the good fathers. We don't need to shed no light on the bad ones. You know what I'm saying? Let them make it. They bad. Don't even talk about them. You can go back to talking about them yesterday. You can continue. It's all good. Why are we even still talking about them? They that bad, like, just let it go. Right. It's, you know, but that's how people feel, so. Ooh, yeah, I ain't got the time or the energy. Hey, man, you got to take a little responsibility for it. Really? You chose it. I mean, I get it. I, I get it, but at the same time, look, man, where did you go wrong? Right. When your process, this went horribly wrong. Yeah. You know, but mm. tomato, tomato, like I say. Well, for those of you who are not familiar with the Breaking Barriers podcast, we are the Breaking Barriers podcast minus one. Dream the Dream is off right now because it has some bad weather down there in Mississippi. So send some prayer, love, light, positive energy to her as they weather the storm with all the flooding and power outages and stuff down there on the Gulf Coast. So we miss you, Drina. 
Uh, we are the Breaking Barriers, and I will introduce my amazing co-host, Mr. Adrian Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. GC. A.k.a. Hey, man, we coaching one by one today. That's what we do. One by one. We changing lives. <laughs> and then we got, uh, hold up, I can't say it like Drina, so I can only say it like me. So I can't oh even do it. You feel me? Hold up. But, but she say the, what she say? The hostess with the mostest. <laughs> Miss AKA Miss Miss Didi Leggett, Miss AKA. <laughs> She's so stupid. The core queen. <laughs> AKA. Ah, <laughs> uh, somebody who needs some rest. Amen. We need some yeah. rest, y'all. I feel you. Don't nobody feel you. I feel you. Cause it's definitely been busy. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I am tired. I'm with well, you. We are here, and we got some stuff. Listen, we got some good topics today. Um. You know, I remember when we did a Mother's Day show and we actually had a guest on here that we had a guest on our show that that week and you had a Mother's Day question. I don't know if you remember, but they kind of got offended because it was a Mother's Day question. And it was like, well, well, it was about mothers. And I guess they didn't realize it was a Mother's Day specific question of the week. And I was like, oh, there's a what about the father? So, <laughs> We gonna have something about the fathers when we get there. Like, slow down. So, I'm excited that we got something for the dads today. A, que- a good question, I think, since we got all these bitter chicks. Hey man, make their day. Make them happy, right? <laughs> you know they gonna be like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so we are gonna start with our first uh, trending topic, and I actually have um, a video for this one because it was a huge Daniel. We See, you didn't change your um <laughs> profile picture back. Oh man, where you been? But we we our first uh trending topic, we definitely have a video because this topic went it spread like wildfire this past week. Um, there were so many comments, so much back and forth. A lot of people were triggered by it. It was just uh a mess. So we're going to talk about the whole Sukiyana and YK Osiris. <laughs> yeah, we're going to discuss that. Let me pull that up. so there was a lot of back and forth on that a lot of comments um I'll let you go first. <laughs> I can I can barely watch the video to be honest with you. So it, I mean I think it it really threw me off because first I didn't really look at Funny Marco. You know I looked at Little Duval and the way I mean clearly Little Duval was not even paying attention at first and then when he looked the way he looked was just kind of like oh uh, 
You know what I'm saying? Where it was like, oh, okay. Like he 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 really like it, like, oh, this ain't nothing. It's just another day in the office. Now, you know, funny Marco thought the whole he watched the whole situation and thought it was funny. Um so it, I, I don't know. I I think you know when you first look at it, not knowing, you like, oh, okay, they must all know each other. And then when you find out that ain't the case, then you're like, bro, what was you on? Like, what would make you think that was okay? You know what I'm saying? And and you realize like people do that, right? Just because of what you known for, your music or whatever. Like, oh well, because they be saying this in their 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 lyrics, like, oh, they must think this is okay when that's this is music, like. And she's not inviting you. Now, it's one thing if she told you to come here and give her a kiss, but you can't just put yourself on somebody right. and think that it's okay. So he was extremely wrong. Like, I don't know what would make him think that was okay or even cool. Like, that's crazy. And I and I think that, I honestly think that you, especially if you're sitting there, you 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 would assume like, oh, it must be cool. Like, and, and not necessarily because of her, you just don't think somebody would even do that right like you wouldn't think that in broad daylight in, in front of all these cameras and all these people that this dude will walk up here and do that and she don't know you and he got a lot to lose so let me throw that part in there too mm-hmm. so he's just not some dude off of the street well he right. really is but you get what i'm saying like he got a lot to lose so for him to just walk up there and see her and think that was okay, like you like, mm. yeah, uh, yeah. It, uh, and the, the unfortunate thing is, I think for a lot of women, we've been in that position before. And even if I know you, I didn't tell you that you can touch me. Like, oh, hold on, let me see what Shay say. Uh, I'm assuming talking about Suki or Dill, people were saying that right before he did that, they were going back and forth. She said something like, boy, I'll turn you out or something along those lines. So he felt that it was okay. Yeah, she did. She said, I'll, she said something like, I'll turn you out. Um, uh, she said something like, um, something about sucking this thing. She was talking like Suki. She always does this. But there has never been a video. If anybody follows Suki, if anybody has heard of our OnlyFans, the only, only guy you've ever seen her actually physically touching was her boyfriend, Bill. She's never, ever had another man like sexually touching her. Hmm. She talks shit to people all day, but she's nobody's ever touched her. I'm just like, I don't care what she said. She didn't say, come let me, come put your tongue down my throat. Like, it's okay. Like, they all were joking. She was actually just in the back with Lil Duval doing the same thing. She said pretty much the same thing to Lil Duval. She and did. Now, I, I remember saying that because she was talking because they was talking about his height and all that. Yeah. Oh, you know me, but he didn't. No, he didn't go he there. Actually, if you watch the video with her and Lil Duval, when he actually put his arm around her, she kind of cringed. I, I like, guess I ain't pay attention. You to gotta that. go. And I think because I've been in the situation so much, I watch it and I'm like, oh god, I've been there. Like you just joking with somebody playing around with them, and they just take it too far, and they really think like. Oh, I could just do this. Like, no, no. Yeah, she, she, her, that's literally a character for her. Like, she is not like that at all. This is literally how she just got in the door, 
And if you if you pay close attention to how Suki do her interviews and how she interact with people, no, she never lets anybody touch her. But you know, they when you a celebrity, it's kind of like what, what Donald Trump said. You can grab him by the pussy. I can do whatever I want. Hmm. And that's how men actually really act in the industry and yeah, military, all of that. They come up to you and think they can do whatever they want to you because they're in a position of power or they got money. Mm. And that, if you ever listen to Mary J. Blige interviews, she says she learned early on not to smile, not to joke, flirt, nothing with anybody in the industry so they don't play with her like that. Man, that's... Huh. But yeah, I I yeah I didn't I didn't just get why he would do that. Um, and it was so aggressive, like right. Oh, it's it nasty. Um, yeah, ugh, ugh. I was cringing like, oh my god, I almost. That's DD Peoples. No, he always doing something. He always doing something. <laughs> He's so aggravating. <laughs> it's crazy. But Suki mom said when she see him, it's up. Like Lord have mercy. She said, uh, it would have have you thinking maybe some right. Like you got people out here think you got people thinking y'all, y'all a thing. She running, she like, no, help, stop. Like somebody come get this dude. Went too far. Yeah. He apologized. I and um, I think it was was it Meek Mill who made the comment, he said. Y'all, please don't try to um like destroy his life and all that stuff. I mean, I, Sugi accepted apologies, so I'm like, she cool. Yeah, she cool. Him. I'm cool. I mean, she she ain't pushing it no further. If she if she can forgive him for it, and I, yeah, surely I can. Yeah, I'm like, hey, she good with it. That's all that matter. Yeah, me, well, you know, Meek is. I don't even know why he be typing. I really don't. Like, oh, Meek, shut up. Quiet. Mm -hmm. I just I just tell people when you see something like that, put your daughter, your sister, your mom, niece, whoever in that position and see how you will react. Mm. Yeah. So oh me. Hopefully somebody said uh why kill Osiris just need to get beat up. <laughs> why the man gotta get beat up. Need to get beat up. <laughs> oh my god. So this brings me to like, I think somebody made a comparison. I don't know if I have the comparison, but I think I do. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's uh, hear it. That was his sister. Yeah. Um, somebody made the comparison between this whole YK Osiris Suki thing and um the Shaquille O'Neal in the Home Depot girl. Um, and let me see if I could find the um the actual because I guess they were trying to say like this is the same type of um, aggression. The same way that Shaq went looking for the girl. <laughs> okay. It's kind of the same type of, um, I, I want to say, his was kind of more like a microaggression. And YK Osiris was just aggressive. He just went for it. I'm trying to find the damn... It was this was probably one of the one things that I agree with with this chick that your your bestie Adrian, my bestie, the girl that be post what's her name? I don't want to say her name on here. 
No, nah, don't say her name. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Look, she got the biggest amen corner on the daggone internet. Yeah, clearly. Oh, man, I can't find it now. Is this it? But it was it was something along the lines of like Shaquille O'Neal literally she he first of all he hopped, he hopped in the girl's DM just because right, she was right. pretty, um, and then he went to Home Depot to look for her, and it's like, yo, what like what are y'all doing? Like, this is what we're talking about. Like the girl posted a picture, and now y'all like stalking her. As if it's okay because she's pretty. Mm. That's how they do. What you mean? And and Shaq. Shaq. Every it's like every young girl that come out, he on their heels. Of course. You acting like Shaq gonna change. He was on <laughs> Glorilla. Shaq ain't playing no games. He won't. He started mind. with uh what's the chick name from back in the day? Um Hoops. Well, you know, he was with hoops. <laughs> yeah, because he stalked her when she was on the reality show. That's how he got with her. Shaq is a creep. Yeah, you know. That's disgusting. Let me see if I Shaq say I'm Shaq. I got okay. this bread. Holla at your boy. Okay, I found it. So it's she's so actually she posted this from somebody else who who posted it. She reshared it. It says Suki raps about sex and is on two videos being sexually assaulted verbally by Candy's co-host while she giggled and physically and physically by YK Osiris while Lil Duval, Funny Marco, and two other men watched. The Home Depot girl posts her pic at work, men take it, then docks her name, address, and work location, then try to blackmail her to send news to stop leaking her information. If modest women and sexually free women are getting the same treatment. Can we finally agree that the problem is men? Everybody be the problem. I'm, I mean, you know what I'm saying like we act like men aren't creeps. Women well, they, aren't I think creeps. the point of this is like there because the people say, well, Suki got this treatment because she. What she rap about, how how she is, how she talk, how she and they saying they comparing the girl from Home Depot, like she's just a regular working girl that posted a picture of herself at work. And now they blackmail her to get news by posting her address, her work address, and all that stuff on social media. I don't I don't even know how they kind of go together, but okay. I, I definitely get the comparison. Who it, it, who's safe? Like if if you tell me in one breath, the only reason this man is treating me like this is because I'm sexually explicit and I show my body, and then the other hand, you telling me I'm not sexually explicit, but I'm still getting the same treatment. It's not me. Mm. 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 Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I think they just two totally different situations. And I and I don't I don't know what happened. It seemed like the dudes wanted to talk to. Her. Like to me, it shows that 
dudes like pretty regular pretty no, girls. They, was, they went and found her address and her work address and was posting it online and blackmailing her, saying they was gonna keep releasing her information unless they sent her nudes, unless she sent them nudes. Just because she posted a picture forever. Oh yeah, that's just somebody in the basement, Dee Dee. I don't know if it was just somebody, but just the fact that men do it, it's, it's a problem. And it's, it, you see my DMs. It happens all day long. <laughs> it's like, it don't matter what you do. It don't matter what you post. Oh, yeah. I already know it's a problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it'd be a problem. Of course it'd be a problem. Like, yeah. <laughs> people, people got problems. But People the problem, problems. like women are saying, like men are always saying that women need to stop showing this, they need to stop doing this, they need to stop doing that. They need to present themselves well. They need to do this. They need to do all these things for men to stop being fucking creeps. Hmm. But men just need to stop being creeps. We always gonna have those. <laughs> but the problem with those is they they turn out like White Osiris and sexual assault keeps happening because we got creeps that think it's okay to touch women and do things inappropriately just because they think they can. And it's not just why, I mean, these are, this happens all the time. Literally yeah. all the time. It do. But I guess, cause I'm like, this, that's just people. Like we got creeps on both sides. I mean, dudes go through some of the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? I know, um, cause it was, it was crazy that the porn star, um, uh, I can't even think of his name, but uh, one of them. But he was like the stuff that women say to him, you know, is crazy. Like they tell him what you know what they gonna do to him, how they gonna do it, mm-hmm. and they see him, they grab him, grab his junk, like in pub, like oh, just yeah. because of what he does for a living. And um, it's like I ain't invite you, like I ain't say I wanted to do this to you, like. It just happens on both sides, you know what I'm saying? Like that's when you live in a over hypersexual, you know what I'm saying, society. This is the type of crap that happens, and I'm not saying it's right. Don't you know? What I'm saying it's wrong, but hypersexual. Um, it sucks. I feel bad for the girl, especially the Home Depot girl. Um, that's fucked if, up. Yeah, people won't knew like what. Why would you release her address and stuff? That's fucked up. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You like now you gotta shut down your social media. And like you said, you know, for Shaq to be like, I'm trying to find you, girl. I'm trying to that's find some you. weird ass shit. Like, if you're trying to what pay for a college, like you want to do her a favor and pay for a, like did she invite you? But because they got money and position and power, they think they are entitled to that. Amen. That's that's just crazy. Oh no, <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> wow, you think about it, cause you like, it. you know, what I'm saying one thing you like. I feel bad for like I'm a I'm a cause I mean we know Shaq do be giving away money and and helping people out to be like okay I'm gonna pay for a college cause what she went through this that and the third but and my baby girl, um, he could have sent that shit via cash app or something. But he showed up. He showed up at the. Yeah, he, he showed up at the store. He went to the store she works at, looking for her. Hey, Shaq, wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, 
Shaq, wow. That's crazy. So, uh, what's the next topic? Uh, so Quavo and Offset came together to celebrate Takeoff's birthday. Oh, yeah? This past weekend. I didn't really get into it, but this is one of Dorena's topics, I think. Um, yeah, they were seen. I saw some pictures. They did a, a, a lantern release lighting thing for Takeoff. And then they took some pictures together. So hopefully that's a good sign. Um, okay. Coming back, trying to mend the relationship. Who knows? I don't know. I'm happy. I mean, that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. And then, how crazy is it that... Hey, Cole. How crazy that it, we are in the, what, sixth month of 2023? And there has been no hip-hop songs or albums to reach number one on the Billboard 100 or 200 so far. Because they're trash! Until the other day when Michael Render, a.k.a. Killer Mike, dropped the album of the year. Y'all need to go listen to it. Y'all know I don't promote too many people. But that album is fire. I mean... When I think about it, like, ain't nothing really dropped this year. Like, and then no no artists of significance. I mean, well, I don't, don't let me say significance. No big Who artists. Who dropped singles? Um, Who dropped the album? But I, I feel like what's, what we have now is you have people dropping singles to see if it's hot or cold. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if it take off, then they'll drop more music. If it don't, then they'll go back in the lab to try to figure it out. I feel like because hip hop comes out so much, mm -hmm. right? It just keeps coming out so much that people trying to get a feel for what the people want instead of it being, instead of having that confidence in what you're dropping like it used to be, it's mm -hmm. like, ah, I'm going to make something like this person and mm -hmm. see if the streets take to it. If not, then I'm going to have to go back here and figure it out. Who's um, dropped, who has dropped the album anyway in 2023? I'm talking, who's dropped the actual album? That's what I'm saying. I don't know of any like big artists that has. Um, I think Killer Mice will definitely break this, this little record. If y'all have not listened to that album, let me tell you something. That man is the truth. I mean, he's the truth. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, you need to get it. This is probably going to be go down as one of the best hip hop albums in history. But Killer Mike, I always spit. But this oh. is different. He got some folks on that damn album. He listen, that man is this album is it, whoever put the arrangement, the order of the songs, the features, everything, the production, that, that album is fire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they did drop on huh? Dirk, Young Boy, and Gun. Yeah, Dirk. <laughs> trash, Dirk. Trash. What what Dirk and, and J. Cole? That song seemed like it's getting a little buzz. What that one do? I don't know. You see that look? I'm telling you, album of the year. Yeah, Dirk and, and the J. Cole song. I like that. Positive, upbeat. But you know. how the album? Oh, we talking about albums. Yes, no My album. Bad. No, well, no, it's no, no, no songs or albums. Actually. Or albums. But yeah, albums, nobody really dropped one of significance. And then songs. He said, man, ain't nobody listening to no gum. Um, to and Young Boy, he always, like, Young Boy, he don't really get that rotation like that to go 
number one. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to get like radio spins. It got to be like a big mix. And he just. I heard Zona's album was fire too, though. I, but I'm not going to listen to it. I don't, I, I've never listened to any of his music, so I ain't going to listen to it now either. I mean, yeah, I'm, I ain't listened to him before this. I no. ain't gonna start to <laughs> so, like, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I, I would like to see what that young, you know, Dirk and uh, J. Cole song, where that ended up at on the charts. Because that's, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think too. Yeah, nothing nobody like. Because it's all this trash music he dropping. Like, it's, it's so saturated. With trash music, super saturated. Ah, it's like it's frustrating. Like every like every other day, it's a new song I like. Oh, really? You can't even keep up. No, and it's mainly they they dropping TikTok songs. That's what they doing. Yeah, they. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. All right, well, we about to move into our icebreaker topics here. All right, the first one. What movie had the biggest plot twist? Oh. What's the name of that movie? Um, with um, damn, what's that name? I think it's a, it's a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> a Fall from Grace. Yeah, that's Tyler Perry. Yeah, Fall from Grace. I was like. Oh, shit. Damn Felicia Rashad ass over there being shy with all the old people people in the base <laughs> collecting their social security check. Oh, yeah. The marriage counselor. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Yes. That was a crazy one. Yeah. Um, let me think. Um, old one for me that I was like, oh, man. Um, Falling. I don't know if you remember that with Denzel falling, Denzel, and um, uh -huh. where the spirit was like switching bodies. I ain't never seen. And, that. and Denzel was trying to speak. Oh, you ain't seen falling. Usual suspects. I never seen that either. Yeah, I, I like falling. That was a big I ain't never seen it. Um, what else? Dang, there's been some good ones. I have your mouth. I'm like, what? I can't think of none. <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to remember the end. I know this movie had a plot twist, but I can't think of what it was. But I know it. It had me in a chokehold for a little bit. Um, <laughs> a time to kill. That was a good one. Hey, Danica. Yeah. Um. Y'all help us out in the comments. What, what had the biggest? What movie had the biggest plot twist? Um, um, mm. I'm really drawing a blank here. That's crazy. Um, the motherfucking Lion King. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> man, how you gonna drop that man off that cliff like that? That's terrible. Uh, you weren't uh, you ready for Mufasa, huh? Man, I think I might have shed a tear. That's terrible. Terrible. Uh-uh. 
Nope. You funny. <laughs> All right, what we got next? What was the saddest movie you've ever watched? Oh, hands down for me, The Notebook. Oh. That was sad? Yeah. She died and then he died winter and it was just like, oh my God. <laughs> no, that was one of them. Um, what else? I'm a crybaby when it comes to movies. Oh, no, this one's hands down. The Secret Life of Bees. Hands down for me. Oh, for color girls. Oh my God. That's a devastating movie. Like I can't watch that again. That was that was too devastating for me. Yeah, that one that ain't something I not I am Sam. Listen, that, when I see when I hear I am Sam, I'd be laughing. I'm sorry, it's so bad. When he come in there with that cake and he fall. <laughs> and the damn cake go everywhere. For color girls, who child that was that's a hard movie to watch right there. Yeah, it was any type of movie like that be sad though. Yeah, so it's all those type of them struggle movies. <laughs> and, mm, I thought mm. I said, Mom, that's a sad movie. Every time I think of I am saying my laugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why is that funny to you, Didi? Hey, look what like because it's all um, because he's slow. Like he he, he he That's what I'm saying. And he come in that room with that cake. He got the Wow. He took all that time to get that cake and he running there because he's gonna be late. Boom, he falls. I'm like, oh damn, the cake is wow. gone. Hey man, get your mama, man. Get your mama, man. Wow. Oh my God. That is so bad. I rewind that part every time. It's so funny. Bambi was so sad to me. Oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Not my... Holiday Heart. This child said Holiday Holiday Heart? <laughs> well, he did die. Oh, you extra sensitive. She's just like me. <laughs> I'll be crying too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next topic. What is a physical pain that can bring you to your knees? Hitting your toe on that rail on that on that bed. Anywhere, the corner of the wall, any couch. Man, look. You stub that toe, uh huh. Especially that pinky, uh huh. Yes, indeed. Ooh. <laughs> Put oh, you yeah. in a toothache, yeah. Because there ain't nothing you can do. You just got look. I need a dentist right now. Right now. Mm. Soap in the <laughs> be in the bathroom about the bathroom. <laughs> ain't that bad now because you know they don't well i guess depend on what kind of soap you use now right, right. typically you know they don't make it that bad no more it depends on what you're using <laughs> he said getting punched in the balls don't recommend it <laughs> and look, i don't have that experience though i can't relate 
Hey man, that puts you on your knees too. You hear me? If anything mm -hmm. hits your Achilles, the back of your leg, mm -mm. that thing, who child, that hurts. That all, uh, somebody hit you in your funny bone. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> hit it. Oh. Yes, pause for about two mm -hmm. seconds. Yeah, yep, that elbow. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you pause for about two seconds. Yep. Ah. Mm -mm. She said like cramps. Okay, I don't know nothing about them. Yeah, they. I mean, those are some. It depends on the person too. Contractions. Hell with that. The motherfucking contractions. I'm gonna stay over mm -hmm. here. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm gonna stay over here with that talk. Oh, you forget what it feel like right after you had a baby. You, you know. forget. You forgot yeah. right after. No, it feel. I know exactly what it felt like. It's the worst ever. No. Oh man, for real. Yes. Ain't no you way. Just push that out. I ain't have no medicine with my daughter. Mm. Natural. All natural. Why you do that? Um, it was too late by the time I asked for it. It was time to push. Oh, you was oh you was trying to be hard. No, I wasn't. I didn't. I was eighteen. I didn't know. I just was like, I don't know what it's supposed to feel like. But by the time I couldn't bear it no more, I was like, oh, I need some medicine. It was like, nope, time to push. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Woo. Uh -uh. Never. All right, next topic. Um, who was your favorite TV dad growing up? Mm. <laughs> I'm not a pain junkie. What are you talking about? Not at all. I don't like pain at all. That's why when I had my son, I was like, can I get epidural? I ain't feel I ain't had not one cramp. <laughs> I was like, oh, Uncle Phil. Oh, yeah, I like Uncle Phil. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real, <laughs> not J not James. <laughs> I'm going with Fred G. Sanford, baby. <laughs> you, wow, man. Fred was hilarious. Cussing out Aunt Esther every chance he got. Fred to me more like Papa. You know what I'm saying? He was Lamont's dad. Yeah, but he was like Paw Paw, like that, you know, it's more like a Paw Paw. I love know. Fred. Paw Paw. Um, definitely uh Uncle Phil for sure, for sure. Was was mm -hmm. he was great. Um also uh big dummy. Yes, Fred. Carl Winslow was cool. Uh, Carl was corny. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a good pop. So I'm look. I'm looking at oh. there for your kids showing oh. up. You know what I'm saying? He did that. He was boring. Oh, George Jefferson. <laughs> Pops. What? No, he said, "Yeah, we ain't fucking with Carl." <laughs> It was corny. All right. Oh, yeah, Pop from the Wayans, bro. What was the other dude? Um, 
I can't think of it. What show? I, I was just on the tip of my tongue, but I'm drinking, so it's gone now. Because <laughs> they said the Wayans brother. Oh, I was thinking about um the other show with the Wayans dude on it. Uh, my wife and kids. Oh, Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I I can take. <laughs> it was funny. Damon, cool. not, not Al Bundy. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't do white people. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I ain't trying to do that type of trauma. Um, yeah, Carl Winslow, Uncle Phil. You know what I'm saying? Of course, ain't nobody said it, so I'm going to say it. I don't care what you say. Bill Cosby. Oh, I like Bill Cosby as dad, but Felicia used to run over his ass. He was chill, man. I like him. He was chill. You know, he was just chill. As you get older, I feel like you you start getting more chill. That's typically how men get. They start getting more chill. Who was Michael Sever? Seaver. Seaver. Who was that? Um, what show? Dang. Um, right. She gonna have to say the show because I, I it's at the tip of my tongue, but I can't. Oh, from um, grown pain. Oh yeah, grown pain. Yeah, grown pain. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I know exactly who you're talking about. But, uh, yeah. Oh, what about um, Mr. Drummond from Different Strokes? He adopted Webster and his brother. Not Webster. <laughs> Was it Webster? No. Well, my bad. Uh, the other dude, the other one, the other short guy. What was Gary Coleman? Gary Coleman. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Arnold. Arnold. There we go. Yeah, Arnold. I'm like, what was his character name? Yeah, Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Cosby for sure. Phil, Carl. Yeah, I don't rock with Carl. I rock with Carl. Carl was good. Break off a sister. Sister is not number one. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> I, you know, that's probably your error. My bad. Go home, Roger. <laughs> rock ain't had no kids. Rock, he had, he had no kids. I think they what adopted a kid like at the end of the show, but oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> she thought my dad was a good man. <laughs> That's a good man, Savannah. I mean, I ain't gonna say he wasn't no good man, but mm. yeah, he's gonna, he gonna be over there. Oh, shit. what about the, the dad on um Moesha? Into the, mm -hmm. the oh no okay <laughs> he had a son named Ray J that he ain't tell nobody about to Ray J was during that dream nah we good nah <laughs> you ain't saying <saying> trash <laughs> <laughs> nah oh my god that was his name Frank oh my god y'all are hilarious damn. Even mm -hmm. the TV dads get slack. Damn, Frank. Fucked up, Frank. Martin was almost a dad. 
the little boy that came said he was his son. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. All right, so I'm gonna change this next one up a little bit. Do y'all have any barbershop and or salon horror stories? Anything happened to you? Like getting your hair cut or getting your hair done? I'm trying to think. Um, I have for sure. <laughs> what for happened sure. to you? I um, went into the barbershop. So it was crazy. Uh, when I first moved up here, <clears throat> I was trying to find a barbershop. And of course, you know, I just went to the one that was like closest to me. And so I was like, oh, okay, it's close to me. I'm going to check it out. Now, mind you, I don't know. I don't know the barbers in there. I don't mm -hmm. really know what's going on. And I'm looking. It's a dude. Of course, he open. And I'm <laughs> like, man, I don't know. I ain't, you know, you, I, so I didn't get a chance to check him out before, you know. So I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I go in and get a cut. I, I let him cut me. But he gave me, I don't <laughs> even know what he gave me. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> I was so mad. Like, he literally gave me a military cut. Like, no real edge up. It was low as I don't know what. Like, it was crazy. I was mad. Like, I was so pissed off. But then I couldn't do nothing but blame myself because I'm like, bro, why you even get in the chair with this dude? Like, you knew better than that. No, when he was open. That's nobody was open. I ain't had nobody. And I was like, man, so I had to, you know, I had to suck it up and I had to wait like a whole month before I got another haircut. That's how I look. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Doug, so you went to the first chair. Yes, I did. He was in the first chair. That was another sign that I was just like, bro, what you doing? Like, he ain't got nobody. He the first chair. You know better than this. Why are you going to get it? <laughs> And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give Buddy a shot. He might be scraped. Man, oh. nah, I played myself that day. That's well, what I get. I'm trying to remember the story. You know, I be out. I'm drinking. Wait a minute. While prepping for our senior prom, I'm trying to remember. Cause you gotta refresh my memory, please. I know it's something crazy that happened, but I don't forgot. Oh yes, Dajane, my daughter cut her own bangs. Child. Toe up, hair gone. <laughs> How old were you? I don't even. Oh Lord, that little girl. Look, Doug said he'd been there before. Never did it again. Mm -mm, never again. Dan, you ain't had a haircut since November. What you been doing? You a pilgrim? I don't remember. Qual, I swear, the perm. Did it burn my scalp up? Was it me? I remember my hair being on fire. I know I had some scabs in my head from perms now. Relaxers. Yeah, my my daughter was 13. She said she did it with school scissors. 13? <laughs> I thought she was going to say like five. That child did <laughs> boy. 13? Come on now. <laughs> I don't remember, child. I was, prom time, I was pregnant. Nobody knew. And I, I just had a lot going on. I don't know. I was trying to hide a pregnancy and shit. My daughter. 
Yeah, the worst salon experiences is, is relaxers, like getting burnt to the scalp. You got scabs in the head. Oh, I, I think I do remember. Oh, it wasn't a, okay. No, going to the daggone, um, what was the ninth grade formal? Them tight ass curls I had in my hair. Mm, mm, mm. Swore, I swore I had me a salt and pepper haircut. Child, looked a mess. Spent over 12 hours at the salon for a haircut I never received before leaving for my first. <laughs> what? Yeah, not nah, because I would have left. Oh, Quan, I remember what you're talking about. Oh my God. The girl came in there to get her hair done. And she lied about, you know, when you get a relaxer, you can't have no trauma to your scalp, no scratching, no, you couldn't have washed hair, nothing, because your scalp, your hair probably gonna fall out really. Man, they put that that relaxer in that girl hair. That man, it was so bad. Her whole scalp turned white because it was scabbed, like the the scalp, the skin was coming off her head. Mm. It was so bad. Oh yeah. And that was for prom. They couldn't even style the girl hair. Damn. Did she go? I think she did. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, Lord Dodge. Now, don't talk about my mom doing your hair. When she rolled your bang with the track with the uh paper bag. I bet she used to love that. Oh, yeah, she did go to bar. Her hair was a mess at the prime and in the pictures. <laughs> ah, yeah, that was bad. Ooh, child. Mm. All right, y'all, we're moving into our main topics. Oh, I got a video for the first one. So before I play this video, hold on, Cole got one. What'd she say? She said her great niece cut her aunt and grandmother's hair because they made her mad. Oh, shit. She cut off a few ponytails. <laughs> oh, Lord, I would have tore her ass up. Wow. So before I uh, play this video, I would like to know how the fellas will react in this situation. How would y'all handle it? What would y'all do? I need y'all endpoint because this man said he was sterile. Sterile. He was sterile. That's what he said sterile. But he got three kids, y'all. Y'all watch the video. Then it tells me I'm in good health, but I'm sterile. I'm like, what are you talking about I'm sterile? I got three kids. I don't make no damn sense to me. I don't understand I'm sterile. I don't know. It, it just, it blows my mind. You know, I got three kids. One's 15, one's 12, one's seven. So I'm like, I don't, I don't understand that. So anyway, I go home and I just start thinking. It's got to be my kids. But I started thinking about the fact that every time we watch uh, like, a, you know, like those Ancestry.com uh, commercials, they come on and my wife kind of always turns the channel. I'm like, why you always turn it? I noticed you always turn the channel. She's like, those, those are stupid. They don't even work. And I'm like, anyway, I started really thinking. I'm like, if I'm sterile and, and the doctor said, I've, been, I've always been sterile. It's like it's not like something that, you know, it's, it's it always been since genetically since I was born. I, I started thinking, I'm like, man, I, I'm, I'm going to have to go ahead and get these kids tested. You know, I really didn't want to. I wanted to, to, to believe that my wife wouldn't do this to me, but I have to get my kids tested. So I, I secretly get a little sample of all, you know, all of them. I go to the damn, uh, what is it, the, the, the Ancestry.com thing, place or whatever. And anyway, get them tested. 
then I think about this. My, my wife got a birthday coming up. We're going to throw this big birthday bash. We already been planned on it. So, you know, basically I got the whole birthday uh, bash planned. And then basically what happens is I get all of our families there, birthday bash. I get the, 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 the popular mixologist in town. Chief of police comes because he works with my wife sometimes at our company. So chief police, um, this whole big thing, you know, because I want to make a big splash, a birthday, you see. So what ends up happening at a certain point, we bring the big birthday cake out. You know, the old big birthday cakes you see on the, on the movies. Got one of those big ones. And then I had a woman come out and on a, and she's holding up the sign that said, you lying bee. And uh, it, it, it blew everyone's mind. It blew her mind. What, what is this about? What is this about? And I was like, you know what? You know what this is about? It's about the fact that this mixologist is his son. Hey, let meet your daddy right here. I straight up had to tell him, this is your dad. Chief police, hey, this is your, that was, so 15 year old mixologist, that's his daddy. Chief police, 12, uh, the, the, the uh, 12 year old, that's his dad. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I was I was hurt. I was hurt. I mean, I was so hurt. I just had to decide. I decided I just had to sleep in my car, man. I couldn't be in this house. I couldn't be around her. Just all these lies. I mean, I've been raising these kids for 15 years. There's no way they're, they're mine. They're not. I'm sterile. Like, so basically, I just, you know, I'm, I'm in my car, sleeping in my car, going to work, doing my the normal thing I do. And uh, I just was, you know, running into different issues and felt the need that I needed to go. I just, I really needed to go back to church. You know, I just really wanted to, to do that. And you ain't listening to all that. That man said he's sterile. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I have to acknowledge this comment right here. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a special comment. I see. <laughs> you make me sick. Would you say that if I hate us sometimes, this don't make sense. And if it's real, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> let me get myself back together. Hold on. I'm hot. I ain't got my fan up here. Shit. Um, even if it's not what? Say something else, big dog. She can't get herself together after that comment. Um even if it's not real, I want guys to know because I thought it was weird too with the whole ancestry.com and all like what okay, whatever. But how would y'all like how would you react if this happened to you? Because I've heard this before, like men getting vasectomies and not telling their significant other, and then the women just end up pregnant and they like, hold on, this is they ain't my baby when you come out of eight day baby, she was cheating. So how would y'all react? Mm, well, you, you heard the statistic that out of knowing 20%, and this is just that knows, and that gets tested 20% typically isn't their child. So mm. that's 20% of people knowing. So you know that number is way higher than, you know, than that. That's, that's sad, but I feel like a lot of men be naive to that, like, you know, even once that information hits them, um, they don't know what to do. 
Because I got oh. a story for you since you're talking about it and we brought this this up. Uh-oh. So this happened to me this weekend. Um, I'm at a, at a, <laughs> I'm at a barbecue and um, we're all talking about kids and it seemed like just about everybody there that was in the group that we was talking had three kids, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm talking about the addition of a child coming my way. So we all yuck, yucking, having fun, communicating. And then the guy just out of the corner, he just started talking like, yeah, man, I can write a book. And he was like, yeah, I got three kids. And then he was like, my wife, um, she got pregnant twice. Uh, both of them turned out to not be my kids. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. So it, one of them was like a co-worker. Uh, oh, and you know, he would call the house and he would be handling them the phone. Whoop, could they work together? Whoop, whoop, all this and that. Oh, Come to find out had a kid. Then, you know, he like the oldest one, not his kid. She don't know that she not his kid. He about to tell her. He gonna send her a text. Like he gonna text the mama. He said he gonna te- text the mama. Like, oh. yo, you better tell her because if you don't tell her, I'm gonna tell her. We told him, yo, don't do that. Like, you going to tell the whole world of, like, why are you telling her now? She's 29. You might as well eat the charge, homie. You've been taking care of her. Why you... She needs to know. She needs to know the truth. <sighs> she don't need to know nothing. You mad? Like, if you mad, say you mad so you want to tell her. But why did you go along with 29 years of not telling her? Right. Like, and then I'm sitting here like, you know me, I'm doing the math in my head. I'm trying not to laugh at Buddy's story, too. And I'm like, Buddy said he got three kids. But he ain't got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> but he ain't got three kids. But it said, but it started off his story saying he had three kids. Then we like, yo, but he ain't got three kids. Oh my god. Oh wow. And then yeah, it, it was crazy. Like I ain't like we didn't know Buddy. So hold on, let me let me throw that out there oh. too. We didn't even know Buddy. Buddy just volunteer all this information on his own so we sitting here like everybody looking kicking each other under the table like you know what to do like yo what is he doing like he telling all his little fitness like it was crazy oh, man so he's still married to the lady um no he he married he he remarried now okay i was about to say yeah ain't yeah ain't none of the kids is <laughs> But he, but he, he took her back twice though. Mm. He was still trying to work that thing out. So it ain't like she got pregnant, had the child, and then he, he did like he had been trying to work it out. She wasn't trying to work it out. She was over. She was doing other stuff. She was trying to let him know I don't want this. No, she was trying to work other stuff out with other folks. That oh was my she. god, that's a lot. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I told you I could write a book. And he's like, yeah, actually, you need to make a movie. Didn't we see this on Jerry Springer? I would never tell that story. (laughs) Unless I'm getting paid. That's crazy. So so I was like, I was like, yo. I was like, Lord, thank you for not making me that type of simp to the booty. Oh my god. 
Ain't yeah. no way. That's a lot. Ain't no way. You got three kids, but you don't have three kids? No. No biological kids. And it ain't like it ain't like the stepdad version. No, you thought it was like kids. I'm like, dang. Mm. So everybody shooting the club up, but you like oh, nasty. <laughs> I'm just saying that's so gross. Mm. Well, we are going to go into our question of the week, Adrian's question of the week. So, if you are no longer with the father of your kids since his Father's Day week. Do you still celebrate him for Father's Day? I mean, I don't know what you mean by celebrate. I mean, it could be it could even be a simple happy Father's Day. It could be a simple card. It can be anything to show your gratitude or your appreciation for your, you know. I definitely say made that kid with. I say Um, happy Father's Day. Okay. Now, yeah. I used to, like, when we were still messing around, but we weren't together, mm-hmm. I used to give him a gift and say, you know, from my son. I don't do that no more. You don't get him no gift from your son? No. My son got his own money. Okay. He can get it. I don't know if he got him anything. But you don't make your son get him something for Father's Day? He's with him for Father's Day. Oh. Okay. <laughs> he's already he's with him. Okay. That works. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he didn't give me nothing for Mother's Day. My son gave me money, but then the next day he asked for it back. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. He got some money. Um, mom, by the way, I, I'm gonna need that back. I got you though. Yeah, I was like, don't, don't give me no money because you're gonna need it right back. But yeah, I think you know, most these bitter chicks out here. Oh, you know, well, some men don't deserve Father's Day gifts. So we're going to start with that. And um, yeah, that's just that. Because I definitely ain't telling my first baby daddy happy Father's Day. That ain't ever going to happen. It never has. (laughs) But I ain't about to be on here like bashing them. It just, it's like, it's a non-factor in my life at all, so I don't even. Do you ever see him? Run no. into him? No. Anything? No. No. Okay. No. Last time I saw him is when I flew him to my daughter's college graduation because he couldn't afford to get there, so I let him stay with us at the Airbnb and I paid for his plane ticket. Look at this child. She's talking about I ain't telling me. <laughs> my child, Lord have mercy. Well, you know. Like I always say, kids, I've never said anything bad about her dad. When they get grown, they make their own assessment. You know, he's always had access to her whenever he needed to. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that is yeah. So do you tell your baby father happy Father's Day? Courtney. Courtney. So yes, if he's a great father and we're cool, but it's from my son. Okay. Oh, okay. So you, 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 okay. You celebrate him. That's what's up. Good job. Yeah. I think I personally think that if you have an, even if it's not a great relationship, but if they're a great, if they're a good day, even they may not be the best dad, 
Maybe they're doing the best they can. I don't know. I don't make excuses for people, but at least let the happy father they come from the child to tell their their dad happy father that. Now, if you do have that kind of relationship, I'm thankful that I have that that I have my son, and I won't have him without his dad. So that's why I always show appreciation to his dad. But y'all know our relationship. We cool. So <laughs> I don't, not that it's always been like that, but I've always, no matter what, I've always celebrated him for Father's Day. Even when we weren't on the best of terms, I always show my appreciation for him as a dad. Okay. Did you used to tell your dad Happy Father's Day? No. I didn't meet my dad until I was 19, so I didn't really know him. Mm. And I didn't have a way to access him. Way to tell him. My dad was old. Like he died when he was like seventy three. Okay. Yeah. So and then like he had a Facebook page and like that. So. <laughs> hmm. I've never in my life told him happy birthday or happy Father's Day. I tell him happy birthday. I've never knew when his birthday was. I mean, I know, I know what my dad. I know now because he's dead. So I knew he was on his obituary. He died. He was born this day and died that day. <laughs> yeah, I, tell, I for sure tell my daddy happy birthday. I usually text him happy birthday. Yeah, I didn't know when it was. I would have if I would know when it was. I never knew. It's about me now for Father's Day. So, oh Lord. Courtney, Courtney says she does. She answered your question. Yes, my ex who helped raise him, but not his sperm donor. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lord, T, Lord, T, Lord, T. Well. Could you date someone? Oh Lord, hold on, let me change. Okay. Could you date someone whose parents don't like you? I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never been in that situation. So I don't I don't know. Um I don't think, well, I don't think when I first started dating my ex-husband, his mom liked me. Um, but I still married him, so. But, um, yeah, it was really, um, it was weird. But now we're, like, so close. Like, that's, like, my, she's, like, my heart. Like, she says I'll always be her daughter-in-law, so it's, <laughs> I don't know. But I think as now that I have a son, I understand because I, I was a single mom, he was a single dad, we were young, and she just wanted him to like just do good. So coming from the hood, you just don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what the outcome is gonna be. So Yo, I, I never, that's what I'm saying. Like I never been in that situation where parents didn't like me. So I don't, my, you know what I'm saying? My daughter said, depends on what the relationship my partner has with their parents, honestly. Yeah, that's a weird one. I don't know, I, you know what I'm saying? 
so I, I can't I don't really know my daughter dated people probably everybody I didn't like none of them <laughs> you ain't like none of them dang then I was right dang double dang <laughs> my ex who raised my son his mother hated me <laughs> did your ex have children Because as a mom, I don't want, this is, <laughs> she said, you'll never like any, I love Kenneth Taylor. Thank you. Mm. They did a switch up when I started getting serious. Yep. Excited to meet me and then interfere every time we were going out or spent, mm, I've heard that. But I know like for when Cole said that, her ex that helped raise her son, her mother hated her. Like for me as a mom, I I was a single mom, but I would not want my children to date single people with kids if they don't have any kids. So that's why I asked if they have any kids. Did he have kids? <laughs> really, Dajane? Okay. That must be an inside thing with y'all. No, she's trying to change the subject because I said I love oh. <laughs> No, we were young and both had no kids at the time. Oh, wow, that's different. But you know, moms and they sons, this is, that's a little different now. We, Hold we, up. That math ain't mathing. What? Didn't you say he helped you raise your son? Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Maybe. Oh, Lord. See, you be, ooh, you be, you be calculating and shit. Mm. I'm just saying that that math ain't mathing because you said she did say that. She did say that. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm, you know, patient <laughs> with your as we continue to talk. Um, don't tell well, me like my man situation. We just showed the video for. Uh oh, is because that could be a reason why she. <laughs> Thank you. Just hmm. I, need my, I need my fan. Where is my fan? <laughs> I'm trying to wait. Listen. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord. Yes, we broke up because he cheated, but got back together years later after we both had one kid each. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not a math math. <laughs> Uh, you are crazy alright next topic has anyone ever come to you as a man or a woman about the person you were dating mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh wow he gets married this weekend Ooh, how, you, <laughs> how you feel about that Courtney. Yes. How you, you you going to the wedding, Courtney? Right. How you feel about that, Miss Lady? Um. Yeah. I actually somebody coming to me as a as a woman. Yeah, it was pretty um pretty devastating actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had it where I mean somebody. So, 
Houston prison. <gasps> All right. So I was I was dating this young lady. We weren't together together, but we was dating. Mm-hmm. And so uh, something just uh oh okay. Oh cool. That's what's up. Do you boo? You silly. But um something just kind of didn't seem right because like she was cool, don't get me wrong, but she was like pushing the issue a little bit. Okay. And mind you, I'm like new to the area, so I don't really know the landscape of the land and none of that type of stuff. And so she really trying to like be my boo. Hanging out, you know, we kicking it. It's cool. And so <laughs> I'm at this party, right? And so cat that I knew come up to me. And we kind of just chit-chat talking. And we like, you know, you talking old girl like yeah yeah you know we seen what's up he's like oh man okay that that that's what's up cut his eyes and and like the way he said it you knew something <laughs> some wasn't some the math wasn't mathing man someone adding up so i'm like bro what's what's good he's like nah i mean if, if that's what you like then you know hey man i ain't tripping like do you brother I'm like, what you mean by that's what I like? And so, yeah, buddy just started telling me that just we at this party, Didi. And I want to say it's at least six or seven dudes in here that done mess with them. Like, and I ain't even talking about like just a boyfriend or nothing. I'm talking about like done cut, right? And so you like. <laughs> what like like yeah bro you, you, oh, you, you, yeah you just done got in line brother and i'm like yeah wow so i'm like and and the <laughs> these were people that i was gonna see you know what i'm saying so <laughs> so it wasn't like oh some people that you're not gonna see again none of that like these people you're gonna see consistently i'm like <laughs> Yeah, nah, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm not doing it. And so, so basically, yeah, she she did a lot, a lot of things in her past, and uh, and you know, so now I'm hearing all the stories. I'm like, whoa, oh, she was out there. She was a no limit soldier. It's like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh my God. She like yo, when I told her she was crying, she was not happy. She <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm tired of this. This happens to me. Like, because of stuff I did when I was younger. Woo, woo, girl. Woo. Girl. Girl. Mm. Courtney says she had someone do that to her that was supposed to be her friend. She lied to me about the guy and turned around and slept with him while I was. T- <laughs> Goodness gracious. I can't even tell my story because it's just that traumatizing. But yes, I've had someone come to me as a woman. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that was. It, it Just know that the story ended with me busting out a window. Mm. Popping the trunk, taking mm. out a bag of money that had about $25,000 in it, being threatened, my uncle getting beat up with a baseball bat. Yeah, it was a lot. Mm. 
Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, so too much. Mm -hmm. Next topic. This Adrian topic, I don't even know why he came up with this. Maybe he'll give us a backstory on why this even became a topic. Is taking baths every day, baths slash showers, an American thing? Yo, okay. I, <laughs> I got this off of Married at First Sight. And so, <laughs> Married at First Sight, the 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 Asian young lady was saying that taking a bath every night wasn't a priority for her. Sometimes she comes home and she just gets in the bed and don't take baths. And so, but I did she take a shower that day at all? But no, not not at all that day at all. That's what I'm saying. Like taking a shower every day wasn't a priority. Now, I've heard this before in other cultures, which is why I threw in an American thing, because I hear that in other cultures, like especially like European culture, which is why they're so big on colognes there <laughs> is because they typically take baths like three or four days a week. They don't take baths every day like that, because, you know, in some cultures, they feel like it strips your body of its natural oils. So some cultures don't take baths every day. They take them three to four times a week, and that's max. Well, my uncle must be from Europe because in the winter, he does not take a shower every day. He said he don't stink. He ain't got to take a shower every day, only in the summer. <laughs> no, that's nasty. I'm So I'm just, you know, I just want to know if... Well, I don't, I don't think it's American. I think it might be... Um, an ethnicity thing, maybe, because there might be some um, Americans that are not melanated that may not take showers every day. <laughs> she said, if natural oils make you lucky, then you need to strip them from your body every day. <laughs> Well, Europe, certain countries in Europe have a different diet, but the overseas food is just different, period. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's real food. It's real food. <laughs> it's real food. Yeah. They don't have, they don't even, there are no hormones. They actually have real food that they grow when they fall, like back in the day, that's not killing people. Like, even their um, fast food, totally different. You go to McDonald's over there? It's real food. Mm. Oh, Lord. My daughter said her dad's ex-wife only let me take a shower every other day. Why you ain't tell me that? And what, I mean, you know, what ethnicity, you know, what search? She's white. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot, yo. <laughs> See, you won't be telling me the what? Oh, child. I wish I would have known that. Did they have a dog? She laughing. Did, did they have a dog? I don't know. I don't know. Child, don't listen. Y'all don't get my blood But yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just noticed that some cultures, yeah, they that's just not 
Mm-hmm. Especially um, when I was stationed in Turkey, I used to work at the gym and the Turkish people would come in and work out. They did not take no shower. They would just put their uniform back on, go on back to work. Sweat just seeping through their flight suit. <laughs> she asked for me. Oh, they did have a dog dog See? Ooh, you double dipping. Ooh. Bath every other day. House smelling like dog. Oh, we. White people. She was trying to keep that scent on you. You hear me? Child, they didn't comb my baby hair. It was all matted and not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she. Dodge now, oh, was y'all was so mad. My baby here was so messed up. She the only mixed kid in the house, so well, mixed with black anyway. My poor baby. Her daggone new growth was so ridiculous. I said, look at my child. Mm. That's what happens when you're nice to people that don't deserve you to be nice to them. Man, oh man. Mm. All right, y'all. So I have a really good video. And I'm going to play the whole thing. I had to do some um, work on this video. Oh yeah, you were you were, yeah you was about nine or ten because you didn't really meet him till you was about five. So okay, yeah. Um, this is the the title of the show, and I think it's pretty important for us to have this discussion. It's it's pretty deep. So y'all buckle up, get ready for the for, to get in these comments and give me y'all opinions. So do y'all think that black men are being held accountable for the state of the black community. Mm. Uh-oh. 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 Here is the video. You're at? Where the business owner at? Where right. your city council person at? We abandon black boys and then we blame black men for poor choices in mates that they should not even have to make if we did a better job raising our boys the right way. At the end of the day, if I'm going to call myself a man, Mm. the ultimate responsibility for reconstruction of the black community rests with me. Mm. Yes, they have a role. Mm. Yes, they have responsibility. Mm -hmm. But as a man, as a leader, Mm. to say I can't fix this shit unless she changes... That's not the definition of a man. I don't see. Yeah. I think we're we're, not, we're on two different accords. Like, yeah. I don't think we're saying that. What I'm saying is, I am I'm capable of being that leader, that provider. I've worked hard in my life. You get what I'm saying? I should not have to. You still going I, back I to individuals? But I only feel like we tell black men that we have to now deal with masculine women, women with children. Why by is other- she masculine? Because she's got- had to raise the kids alone, not one woman, so brother. Tell me, a whole I, community. So you mean to tell? Tell me, I, the only woman I can look forward in my life is a masculine woman that has kids by no, other men? No, That's man. what I have to no, look forward to? But I'm see? telling you, mm. mistakes made by black men mm. systemically mm-hmm. gave rise to the conditions that allowed her to be masculine and made her end up with a man that you consider to be less than what he should be. And I'm telling you, black men are responsible for her being masculine because we have not helped to raise them children. I, I am and not. when I say help them raise them children, I don't mean you as the stepdad. No, yeah, yeah, I, I mean you yeah, yeah. as an active member Definitely. in the community yes. where we go to every single parent, black mother, and say, how many sons you got to? How many sons you got to? Well, guess what? That's your son's big brother. That's your son's big brother. He taking him to school. He doing the homework. He going to spend a couple hours with him every Saturday. He got his own kids too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he going to make time for you. 
She got masculine because she had to become masculine in order to deal with the rape, the abuse, the domestic violence, the, the disappointments that men had in men had in her life and also raising those kids and have to take care of herself all at the same time the black woman has been the be all in all in our community for half of a century and now we want to turn around and say because she didn't do it perfectly enough or remain feminine enough when she had to absorb our responsibilities plus her own that's insensitive and disingenuous did black men willingly leave the household or was it the system that was it was systemic all right so how if we if if we giving them grace for them having to do it without us but it wasn't our fault how but, are we not getting that same grace and that same respect i'm gonna tell you why, why? i'm gonna tell you why because black men as the leaders of the community now uh, we can't be leaders here's the here's the question we got to make that? here's the here's the question because the argument y'all make yeah feeds into the feminist agenda Okay. It's mm -hmm. an argument that says, I don't want the responsibility. I'm a leader. I don't want to fix shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to fall back and let her run everything. That's what the feminists tell. They say, look at them, making excuses for why they can't be better men, making excuses for why they can't make better men. You understand? Mm -hmm. Your argument feeds the feminist narrative. That's, not, that's not what we make that's excuses not, for. Not, I'm we, saying I am the better man, but yeah. I shouldn't be held responsible because you wanted to choose a Pookie and a Ray Ray. That's not me. I work too hard in my go life. Back to what I said, Pookie and Ray Ray shouldn't exist. And the only reason why Puku Puku and Ray Ray exist, and the only reason why Puku Puku and Ray Ray exist, because we're not in the community making those boys the men they need to be. Do you All see right. that? And, she don't um, get a Pookie if you didn't allow a Pookie. But she right. got an Eli. She ain't come to Eli. She went to Pookie, and that's what we're trying to. <laughs> she wouldn't have had a Pookie if we didn't allow one. I worked too hard in my life. She wouldn't have had a Pookie if we didn't allow one. Doctor Umar, we men supposed to make the brace the boys. Right, right. We right. as men, we as men, is holding other men accountable for for the same thing that you talking what, about what, right what, now. What, what are we doing for the young brothers in the street? So what you mean, mentoring them? Now I mean, he's a great father. Mm -hmm. I ain't my, my talking about that's individual. I, that's good. Uh -huh. But that's individualism. Yeah. What are we doing collectively as men uh -huh. to change the trajectory for black boys in the streets right now? Uh -huh. I, I Nothing. We're, we're being but a voice. talking shit. Yeah. I mean, you could take it's it. It's not going to get better uh -huh. unless we put hands on deck. The reason the athletes and the rappers are the role models uh -huh. is the professional black man moved out the hood. As men, we should be concerned of what we're going to do to produce a better generation of black males for tomorrow. That's the only that women, that is where we should be focused. Women on. bring the choice of life, right? We understand that, right? I can't have a, a, a child unless a woman agrees. And she can't carry woman, one if you or, didn't put it in. Her. It, I agree with that 100% too, right? But whether or not if you want that child or not, she can still make that decision. It's only if up to her. You don't put a seed in her. Nothing else happens. And no woman can make you put a seed in her. So the original act was the responsibility of a man. True. I mean, it's All right. so. Hmm. Well, make the church say a man. Hmm. Hmm. I ain't mad at that. I've been screaming this at the top of my lungs since I started this podcast. Men lead at all times. <laughs> Period. They, they say the state of the community, the black community is in shambles. They say that women have been the lead of the community for decades. It's in shambles for that reason. <laughs> because the men have lost their place, their rightful place in the position that they're supposed to be in and left us to lead this shit by ourselves. 
not because they chose to, like they said, no, it, of course it was systemic. <clears throat> so one of the biggest issues I definitely see when it comes to this and definitely what he's kind of talking about is that a lot of times, especially in the olden days. Somebody want to call you know, me. Hold on. Let me send her. Yep. I'm going to send her the link. Um, a lot of times in the old days, right, you know, men just looked out for the kids in the neighborhood a lot, mm -hmm. right? And and not necessarily they had any dealings with the mom, you know, it was just like, well, this was a, you know, a stand-up guy, stand-up man in the community. So he would take time to, you know, have the kids come over with his kids, whatever, right? It was a community. We had a sense of community. Now what you find is like, the only way a man will, will really do that is because they want something from the mom. Yeah, it's not that okay. I see you don't have you know a father figure here anymore. You know, um, the father's gone. He's not present. You know, so hey, little little Ray Ray got a, a football game. You know, I, I'll I'll take him or I'll help you out or you know I'll pick him up. I'll bring him back with my kids. You know. Yep. That's how it used to be. Community. We are lacking a sense of community now. Everybody for themselves. Or if you know you want to, if you are finding yourself taking care of other kids, most of the time it's because you want something from the mom, and not just you know what I'm just gonna be a community here because we see that something is missing. Yeah. So I feel like that's the biggest issue, and I feel like that's kind of what he's he's really trying to drive on that point where I feel like the other guy is really just talking about self, me, me, me. Like, I shouldn't have to deal with this. And he's, once again, looking at it from a dating perspective. But it's mm -hmm. like, no, Dr. Umar is talking about community. He's not talking about a dating perspective. He's talking about all of us collectively looking out for one another. And that's mm -hmm. what's missing, you know, yeah. nowadays. Because back in the day, like, our neighbors could discipline us. Mm -hmm. We we wouldn't dare curse around a grown person or be disrespectful. Like we understood that, look, this is like my mom. So I better respect this person like I would respect my mom or my dad because I can't have they gonna discipline me just like everybody else could. These kids now, you better not say nothing to somebody, child. You better right. not put your hands on them, you better not say nothing to them. Listen, you even have to think about it like. Think about it. I know I'm pretty sure growing up, like with us, just like I'm pretty sure with you, it was like you had neighbors, you know, where your mom told them like, hey, you know, when you came home, you went inside, don't come to the door, don't open no door, none of that. But also the neighbors was just kind of looking out as well, too, until the mom, you know, got home. Right. Yep. To, to make sure like, OK, he he listened or she listened and did exactly what mom said. We paying attention. You know, they might not have never showed up to the door, you know, or knocked on your door, but they were looking, yep. making sure that you did what you were supposed to do. You know, that sense of community, it's 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 gone. I mean, I've lived places, not like not where I live now, but in the past, I lived places. I didn't even know who my next door neighbor was, you know, didn't know who they were, didn't know their names, none of that. Um, you know, I try to do a better job of knowing now because I got kids, so I need to know if I need to pull mm -hmm. this on you, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, we need to know who around you, you know, awareness. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like that's that's a big piece that's missing, you know, the community piece. Knowing yeah. who's around you, talking to the people, having that understanding. I know if I see something, one of my neighbors, car 
his uh, trunk, I, his trunk was open like two nights ago. And I passed by, then came home, trunk still open. I'm finna call you. Hey, your trunk, you know your trunk open. I don't know if you left it open or somebody done popped it open or something, but your trunk open, you know, you might want to come out here and see what's going on. Oh, nah, I'm taking out the groceries and forgot to put the trunk down. But, you know, I'm one of those. Like, I'm not going to not call my neighbor when I see something like that. Like, yeah, this don't look right. And it might not be nothing, but still, you aware of this. You know, we don't, we don't, we just don't take care of each other like that. Yeah. And like he said, like, um, well, I'm gonna bring Ramona in so she can chime in because I think this is a very important topic. Um, because like we gotta get out of that individual mindset in the black community specifically. Like, hold on, let me. Oh, you ready? Oh, I was gonna bring you on. I can't, you got to unmute your mic, unmute, <laughs> unmute your mic. All right, there we go. Yes, ma'am, what you got to say? <laughs> Woo, that was a lot. Um, and he's, he's, Dr. Umar is very um, controversial. Mm -hmm. There are some things that I stand ten toes with them on. There's some things I'll be like, <laughs> and true story, we went to the same college. He's just a little younger than me. Uh -huh. But I respect him because he stands on what he stands on. Uh -huh. And the one thing that I liked in the video was no matter how many excuses they kept trying to come at him with, he had an answer, he had a reply. He had something to say that we are still accountable mm -hmm. um, for the state of our community. Mm -hmm. And I believe until we hold men and women accountable for our community, we're not going to progress. We're not going to grow. Our children are not going to see the healing that's necessary, um, necessary for us to get past the bull. Because mm -hmm. it's a lot of bull in the middle of the road that nobody is willing to address, step into. We're willing to step over. We're willing to not acknowledge it, act mm -hmm. like this, that, and other thing. And in the, in the, I want to talk a little bit about mentorship. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of men that are out there that are willing to mentor our children and be a part of our children's lives and have stepped up. Um, but I think what we do as a disservice as women is we end up sleeping with the mentors and we get it messy for the kids and we mess up their stuff. Mm -hmm. So we got to address that behavior too because God said that person for your kid, not for you. Right? And we just, that, that's something we just kind of touched on a little bit earlier when we was talking about um, with Sukiyama and how the industry is how people, like the people prey on, on other people right. when it comes to right. positions of power. And I, I, I'm going to always go back to men when it comes to these types of things. If the man doesn't even allow that, that's not even an option. No matter right. how provocative she is towards him, no matter how flirtatious right. she is with him, if he's standing in his position of a mentor and a leader, that ain't even an option. Exactly. Exactly. But how about as women, even though it shouldn't be an option for men, how about we want to see our children better? We want to see them heal and we want to see them more evolved. And that shouldn't matter 
You know what I'm saying? So I agree. But if you listen to what Dr. Umar said, he he mentioned the trauma, the rape, the all right, these things right, that women right. have endured. If a man shows up in a in a in a position of power that does not expect those things from a woman, that'll help her heal there because now, now, that's, that, now that's true. Yeah, that's, that's a man showing up like, oh, I ain't never seen this before. I can't act this way anymore. I right. gotta step my game up because this man ain't allowing that. Right, right. And 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 I think that's that's very, very important. And I don't hold the men responsible for that part. I hold us as women as responsible for having those conversations with each other, saying, listen, sis, while you got this piece for your son or your daughter to get healed, how about we help you get healed so that you know that every man that comes into your life shouldn't have an expectation of you to open your legs because you got something more to offer than that. Um, I literally had this conversation with a friend about her and her son's coach. Right. I'm like, you cannot do that. Right. Because like, you're messing up. You're messing up. And then you're going to say, ain't no good men. That ain't the truth. Why that's would you not, even that's... break that boundary? Yes. Boundaries. But if we're not healthy, we don't know what boundaries are. We don't know mm -hmm. what boundaries look like. And a lot of people will take boundaries as rejection instead uh -huh. of seeing it as the protection that it is because it's mm. something new. It's a new normal. We've never seen it established before, and we don't have clear understanding of it. Mm -hmm. But it's an awesome time for us to foster conversations in our community so we can begin to see what it should look like. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's another language. It's like speaking French, and you've always spoken English. Mm -hmm. But if more of us begin to speak it fluently, it won't be so... Um, uh, how do I want to say foreign to us and we begin to introduce it to our young men and our young women but I I personally think <laughs> you should show that clip every week because um, <laughs> it's jolting mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's really really jolting but it definitely um, hits the nail on the head and says what needs to be said because we need to be systemically rewired and psychologically uh -huh. rewired from the base up. And if we keep hearing that, um, it'll change the grooves in our brain. And I know I'm going deep now, but I'm for real. Mm -hmm. It'll change the grooves in our brain. It'll help change um, where the trauma has impacted us and give us new information. And we get new information we won't change overnight, but we'll begin to think about some things differently mm. and problem solve differently. And who knows how that would change the trajectory of the show and what you guys have to offer. But I'm going to say this in my own language. This is what's up. Thanks for showing the clip. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I couldn't type fast enough. And I was like, I got to say all this out loud. But I appreciate it. Uh, you guys bringing this to the forefront and the conversation because this is what needs to happen. Yes, thank you, thank you, mm -hmm. thank you. Yes, absolutely, I agree. And um, thank you for coming on, Ramona. We really appreciate your insight because um, it's definitely a conversation that needs to be like, like you said, it needs to happen often, all the time. And then, like, like Dr. Umar, he mentioned, he said, all you're doing is talking shit. What are we going to do to actually fix it? The problem and the, the individualism is so like it's just so polarizing in the black community. As long as I'm good, I'm good. Like it right. And, 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 and we're not good because guess what? Your son might date my daughter. 
And mm. if she's toxic, we, we're not good. Right. My daughter might date your son. And if he's toxic, we're not good because we're in the same community. No, yep. we aren't. You're going to work at a bank. You're going to work at a hospital. You gonna work? You might still hate women twenty years later because of something mm. that your mama did because of a man. We not good. The trickle down effects of all of this foolishness is like COVID. It can spread and spread and spread, and we not paying attention to the infection and the ramifications of it twenty and thirty years down the line. The same way we gonna hear about these uh, vaccinations they gave us. It's the same way we're going to still hear, hear about this systemic breakdowns in our community if we don't start doing some other things now besides just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah just Absolutely. having a conversation. Absolutely. And I think one thing that the Black community lacks so much is discipline. Other communities have such strict discipline in their Like, it's certain things in their culture that, period, that's just what it is, and you're going to abide by it. Right. Black people are just like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. You can't tell me what to do. You, like, it just don't matter. Like, right. we got to, we need some rules of engagement. We don't have any type of um, cultural regulations that we abide by. That but remember, but remember when, remember when, when we were growing up, if your mom said no, that was one thing. But when your dad or your grandpa or your uncle or somebody said it, there was a different sound in them that resonated that we stopped. Mm-hmm. We ain't move no further. We ain't beg. We ain't whimper. No, we went somewhere and sat down. Yeah. And because, again, I'm going to come back to our women, because of our brokenness, we've emasculated men. We've taken the sound of the men out the house. We said it don't matter and all that. Now, some of these kids just look at these men and be like, he ain't, or then some of the men so raggedy with their lives, the kids don't respect them either. It, it goes, it goes both ways. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I got so much I could say, but we all got to be accountable. That's what I want to say at the bottom. At the end of the day, we all got to be accountable. And I'll stand with anybody if they're willing to be accountable. But if you're willing to keep shifting back and forth, or you're not willing to teach me, because I don't know everything. I'm not a man. I don't want to be a man. Like I have to even tell people on Father's Day, don't wish me Father's Day. I'm not a father. Right. I'm a mother. Her dad is alive and he's well. His name is such and such, and he's her father. Like I'm not even yeah. going to get played or capped up. Don't gaslight me. Nah, that don't right. impress me. You know what I mean? But when we start stepping in and speaking up and saying up things out loud, people are like, oh, okay, well she's not there because the feminist movement ain't doing it for the black woman. Nothing. It didn't help our black family. It didn't help our children. It did absolutely nothing. We are always getting caught up in purporting somebody else's agenda, and our agenda always get laid to the side, and we still don't ever get what we need out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What's up, old Spice? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, and there you have it. Thank I'm you. Mom. Think about this, though. Like, Remember, like everybody always look at papa, grandpas, right? Like, mm-hmm. what's so great? I mean, we know as far as they were still out in the streets, they were still having families, but what's missing is that covering. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that covering in, in the community. You know, were they perfect? No, no, but they cover the community, right? As a collective, that's something that's not happening. So you out here doing all of this other stuff, 
but yet you're not covering your community either, right? Right. That's, I mean, that's, uh, the big, that's the biggest difference now. Yeah, no you're lying about that. Now that's that's a word right there. Yeah, no covering, no gatekeepers, nobody saying you're not gonna come in here with that. Mm -mm. Uh, you couldn't think about that. Like you couldn't just think about this, especially in the in the seventies, eighties, when you know when your pawpaws was alive, like. They'll tell you, like, you know, come over here with that BS. Like, That's it. That's and you it. knew it wasn't because because he had that that 12-gauge shotgun. And he it. wasn't playing about it either. He yeah. would pull it. Don't it. you better keep that mess over there somewhere. Don't mm -hmm. come over here with that mess. Don't come down this street with that mess. Mm -hmm. You keep that on the other side. I ain't playing. So mm -hmm. yeah. Now it's just a free-for-all. It's just every man for himself. It's no right. protection, no nothing. It's just yeah. It ain't safe out here. We is not that's safe. Sad. That's that's. I remember when they used to drive me home from college. I used to ride home with this Jewish family, and I was cool until we got to like Broad and Huntington, and I went to get on the sub, and I couldn't get on the sub the same way that I was riding down Route Thirty. Like mm. I had to get a mean mug on. I had to get <laughs> this on because I knew the the demeanor I had coming huh. wasn't going to help me survive when I got there. And so, just like I had to learn how to be a chameleon then, there are places and times where we as women had to be chameleons that we were not graced on or given the ability to do so. Yeah. And it's not a role that any of us, when we were little girls, saying, I want to be a dudesh. <laughs> that wasn't the dream. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the dream for us. Um, so, like, yeah, it's something that we really, really got to address and be honest about and learn that our strength is in different ways. It might be in quietness. It might be in meekness. It, it might be in grace. Whatever way it is, but yeah, I'm not here to match nobody. Not not no man's energy. I'm calling the cops for it. <laughs> Sir, why are you even arguing with me? Yeah, and then I still don't want to call the cops because I don't want them to kill you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're alive. I just want you to go somewhere and sit down and leave you alone and give, give right. back to somebody when she needs some sneakers and some college. But that's all. <laughs> yeah, we got some work to do. Um, yeah, we got that's, some work that's, to do. That's it. That's that's. I just want to share tonight. Yeah. But yeah. All right. We well, thank you and thank you for coming on with us. All right. Have a good one, y'all. You too. All right. Yeah, so that is our last topic of the night. Um, I just think it's very interesting. I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was enlightening. I thought it was uh, eye-opening um, because we hear a lot of the same uh, talking heads on social media with the same points, with the same point of finger, with the same everything. And it was just like, finally, there was like an aha moment. Where actually, you know what? What what work needs to be done? How do we fix it? Hmm. Because none of this stuff should even exist, and we even have these issues. <laughs> so how do we fix it? Because I do I do believe that I want to say from from our generation and and like to now, I do believe that black fathers are back in the homes again. They're being more present now. That we're going we're on an upward tick in that. But there are still a lot of kids out here that are just lost. Like, 
in these single mom homes. And I don't care how strong a mom you are. You just can't raise a boy. It's not, it's really hard to raise, not saying that you can't raise a boy, but you can't raise him to be a man. It's just certain things that dads do that moms just can't. And I, I know every day I'd be like, uh, you better talk to your son. Cause I don't know what to do with this. This is too much. Like I'm tired of yelling up to punch him in the chest. I'm like, well, I don't want to punch him in the chest. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna keep playing with him. I'm like, oh my god, he really needs a child. Like, but like that's something that I don't, you know, I don't even get interfered with that. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, I mean it is, and I see it. I see it all the time. Like I see it with my kids. You know, Debbie can go back and forth trying to tell them what to do, get them to do stuff. And I just be like, hey, mm-hmm. they they tighten up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just a difference. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I, I just told you to do. So like, and I don't even have to, you know, and, and it's to the point, I don't even have to finish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even have to finish saying what I'm saying. They already know. Like, I need yeah. to get to it. I need to get on it. Mm-hmm. Lord, yeah. So let's get we, we got some work to do in the community as a whole. And um we need to get back to all the babies as our babies, not just our babies. They all belong to us. There it is. All right. Well, what do you got going on for the week? Anything you want to tell the people, anything you want to promote, anything you want to let us know. Hey man, I mean the business is is definitely growing, you know, building the clientele. So that's always a beautiful thing. Uh, www.gentlemanscouncil.com. Book your consultation if you need coaching. You need to build a plan, whether it's finances that you're trying to grow, your career you're trying to grow. Hey, you just got some goals you're trying to reach, you know, in your personal life, whatever that may be. But, um, yeah, just holler at me. Book a consultation. Free consultation. I'm here for you. Um, other than that, man, just working, working working <laughs> you, the, you got your you at the new job right the new you, yeah i mean like, I, well oh i do i do contracts right because you was you was out of work for like you had stopped working at one job and yep. now you're doing a different job yeah i do contracts actually a couple okay. contracts do you like it yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, no, because it's, it's, it's different and it's, it's helping me even jump over some, some financial bounds that I'm trying to get to, you know okay. what I'm saying? I'm trying to see what that looked like. You feel me? So, um, you know, they say speaking in existence, I mean, my, I, you know what, it, cause it's not even my ultimate goal. Cause I'd be lying. If uh-huh. I said I want to make a half a million dollars a year, I'd be lying if I said that was our ultimate goal. That's just my um, future goal, because I'm pretty sure once I get there, just like with everything else, I'm going to be like, oh, man, this steak <laughs> is right in front of me, but I can't eat it yet. You know, like, it's juicy. It's big. I see it. My mouth is watering, but I still can't eat it the way I want to eat it. You know? So, you know? All right. But that's the ultimate goal. You know what I'm saying? So just to get to that point create these streams man and, and keep getting to it so it's coming. Um, i'm gonna start oh one thing i want to let people know i'm i'm gonna do it um i haven't thought it all the way out yet of how i'm gonna do it but what i'm gonna start doing is i'm probably gonna do some live 
and I'll probably do it in Zoom or Google Meets or something, but it, and I might turn it into a mastermind because people are always asking me how I trade and what I be doing. Uh -huh. So um, I'm going to start a call so people can actually see what I'm doing. We can talk. I can tell them what I'm looking at, my setups and stuff like that. So um, keep a lookout for that. I'm definitely going to um, be doing that as well, too. So. All right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? You got to get to it, right? Yes, indeed. You got to get to it while you can. Amen. You know, we're here for a short time, not a long time. Um, well, see, Ramona said, let her know she, she ready to trade, honey. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's a great that's a great idea because a lot of people be lost, like, don't know what to do. Um, what I got? The only thing I got. Right now, of course, is uh, shooting the, the video, shooting the TV show. Uh, I was going to say, what video? You ain't said nothing about no video. Shooting the TV show. Um, filming. I'll probably be going down to Augusta later on this week. I'm not sure if we filming this week or not, but um, just go. You know, it's it's always good It's because it's kind of it's kind of hard to keep going in and out of character. So it's good for me to just stay in character and stay around my husband so we can keep the chemistry going. So it's easy when we get on scene in front of the camera to to afford to translate that way so i try to stay down there as much as often to keep that dynamic going so i might go down there is that, um, is that weird coming in and out of character like that like they say um not really no okay. not and maybe maybe because um i have a real chemistry with him like a real life chemistry like i'll actually like him like in real life not like i mean like He's a nice person, so it would probably be awkward if it was somebody. I'm like, oh, I don't want him to touch me. I don't. That would be awkward, but it's easy with him because we're really cool and we we just vibe that way. So it's easy. Um, but he, I, I don't know how easy it is for him. He's just such a genius and he's so brilliant when it comes to acting. It's crazy to just watch him work and how he just flips. It like it's like a switch for him. He can just flip it on and off, flip it on and off, and it's just like. So it's so cool to watch them work. So yeah, it's exciting. Um, yeah, so I'll be doing that. And um, I wish Danica was still on here. I don't know if I'm supposed to be going to Atlanta for the Ebony Fit Week end of this month, but uh, if she don't go, I'm not going. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm going to go. So we'll see. But, uh, other than that, that's all I'm focusing on strictly is acting. Of course, I started my new 30-day uh, fitness program so I can kind of remove myself a little bit from like doing the everyday fitness thing, my program. I still coach people um, like I do, but it's going to really be minimal until I finish filming because it's just, it's too taxing on me. So y'all, y'all follow me, look me up. Y'all see the 30 day program. It's self-paced. It has a meal, a meal plan for at least one week for the 30 days. So you'll get an idea of what you're supposed to eat, how you're supposed to eat. There's plenty of suggestions in there too. So it's a really good deal for people on the budget and it's a great program. So but we are the Breaking Barriers podcast. We uh, miss you, Drina. We hope you're good. Check in. Let us know. Let us know how everything's going. If it's still flooded out there, if you got electricity, if you need anything from us, let us know. Um, shout out to I Am Woe Media Group and the Black with No Chaser Internet Radio. We should be on there tomorrow or the next day. We'll let you know when we're going to be um, on the radio. But with this specific episode. If you haven't caught any of the other episodes, you can catch us on YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
like the videos, comment on the videos, turn on the notifications so you can catch us every week when we are live. If you'd like to donate to the Breaking Barriers podcast and help us create more content, send us a cash app to that cash app scrolling across the bottom of the screen. And make sure you share anytime you see us live, anytime you see us share any content, share it with your people, people that may not know us or be familiar with us, so we can uh, touch more people and get more information out. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, let us know. We'll bring you on anytime, any day. If you got any topics you want us to talk about, let us know that too. We will check y'all out next week. Y'all have a great week. And uh, don't hurt nobody out there in these streets, y'all. We'll check y'all out.